my name is Philia, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround everyday life and our walk with Christ. I always say faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So Yemi, what are we diving into today? Well, we are giving everyone a season pass to miracles. And this is where we closely examine the miracles of Jesus Christ and we apply it to modern day life. Today, we will be covering the miracle of Jesus walking on water. This miracle is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verses 22 to 33. I'll be reading from the ESV version. Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And when evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by the time was long away for from the land between unbeaten by the waves for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart. It is I do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and he came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him saying, oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased and those in the boat worshiped him saying, truly, you are the son of God. Amen. Amen. This is <laughs> this is probably the most famous miracle performed by Jesus, which is walking on water. And this is a great miracle to examine because it talks about faith. Um, and there's a lot of factors involved, right? Jesus dismissed the crowds. He just, you know, had a bunch of people fed the 5,000 plus. He wanted to go pray because he needs to communicate with his father, right? So one, communicating with your father. He sent the disciples off in the boat. So now that the disciples on the boat, Jesus didn't have a way in which by physical ways, our physical ways of that time to get to the boat that was in the middle of the water. Mm -hmm. And the they the the bible says that the waves were beating the boat so there was waves and wind so jesus was alone communicating with his father the boat was uh not in super distress but there were there were elements of nature that was causing the boat to be unsteady mm -hmm. um and then he begins to walk on water. And when he begins to walk on water uh, and his disciples see him, they cry out, it's a ghost, right? But he says, <laughs> We're not, it is I, which I love because when we talked about um, when we talked about Mary and Joseph and the angels coming to visit them, the angels also had to say, fear not, <laughs> I am a messenger of the Lord. So right. Jesus said, fear not. 
Um, um, so that's our third, our third thing. And then um, Peter come, Peter asked him, like, if it's you, right? Like Peter wants to test him. If it's you, Lord, uh, um, tell me to come out on the water and I'll come. And Jesus is like, all right, come. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, Peter tests Jesus. Peter comes out on the on the on the water and he begins to walk. He too is experienced this miracle. Oh my god, mind blown. But because of the elements of nature and the the boat being unsteady and the winds and the waves, he gets fearful again. Not despite the fact that he was already walking on water, right? The physical right. gods. He has the wind, the unsteadiness of the season that causes him to fear. And once he fears, he begins to sink. Mm -hmm. So fear causing him to sink. And he asked Jesus, he's like, Jesus, save me. <laughs> and despite the fact that he asked Jesus to come out on the water, right? Like he yeah. wanted to be on the water. So now he's afraid. And he's like, save me, save me. And Jesus, of course, saves him and says, you of little faith. Mm. Um, why do you doubt, right? Like, it's a real, real question. So there's like these, all these elements, right? Like, and I mean, this makes for a really great discussion because mm -hmm. we got to think about how Jesus put distance between himself and his disciples for a moment to communicate with the father. Now, I don't really know how the spiritual realm works, but let's say that we're praying for something, Philia, and we're asking God for it. And we say our praise, we close with our praise in Jesus' name. And Jesus is taking time to commune with the Father. And so he, there's a little bit of distance between our communication. And we're like, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? Where's God? Where's God? And Jesus is like, yo, slow your roll. I'm communing with the Father. I got to, you know, plead on your behalf. I got to reconcile you because you got a lot of sins and we got to talk it out. Talk it out. Right. <laughs> so we got a long list here. You know? <laughs> like, let's go through this list and yeah. let me, you know, plead your case. So sometimes when we're praying and we don't see the immediate action, it doesn't mean nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a communication process going on in the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. Maybe God has to orchestrate some things. Jesus has to orchestrate some things. Things got to be moved. Connections got to be made. So mm -hmm. it's good to have a little bit of patience and trust in God, right? Mm -hmm. I think this overall, like this, this, this uh, miracle tells us we have to have overall trust in God. But there's a time where Jesus Jesus is going to commune with God. And in the mm -hmm. spiritual realm, when we're pleading with God, there's going to be some time where God is making things happen. So we may feel a little bit of distance between us, but mm -hmm. that's probably like in our imagination because here Jesus was able to walk on water. In real life, we wouldn't, we wouldn't think of that as being a possibility. So we would right. actually judge the distance as real distance, but Jesus is never far and he's never unable to get to us. So there's always going to be that 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 distance that we may feel when we're we're asking for our miracle. And then there's the season that we're in that may be tumultuous, right? The winds, the waves, all these things makes us a little bit unsteady in our trust, right? Now we have a little bit of distance in our communication, right? We we feel like we haven't heard from God. The 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 what the waves are beating against us, right? Whatever situation we're in is is getting unsteady. And then when Jesus finally appears, we're scared, right? <laughs> so you're, you're, you're like, oh my God, this is an unsteady season. I pray for him to get me out of this season. Why hasn't he showed up? And when he shows up, you're scared. 
Right. And sometimes the way God shows up in our life, it's not something that we expect because we have already made decisions about how we want the solution to look and how we are going to get there. Right. So Jesus may, you know, may God may give you the solution that you're praying for, but how you get there may be different than what you imagine because right. Jesus can do above, uh, um, God can do above and exceedingly above all that you hope for or imagine, right? He can do all these things. And sometimes he's just going to blow our minds, including walking on water. But we don't need to fear because if we trust in God, we don't have to fear the ways in which things appear. If we really trust in God and we're praying for that in in intervention, when it arrives, we should just be thankful. <laughs> but of course, when we get things that we prayed for and it doesn't look like the package that we asked for, or you prayed for something and what you get is absolutely not what you prayed for. So you're like, this can't be what it is. So mm -hmm. now you're fearful. You don't trust it. You're in your season of turmoil. turmoil you feel there's a little bit of distance. You test God. Why? Because we're humans and we live in a world where we like, if that's really you, God, give me a second sign to confirm the first sign. Right. <laughs> like we're always looking for these signs of confirmation. <laughs> so here it goes that like, hey, God, like, um, you know, if it's really you, you tell me to come and I'll come and walk on the water. Right. So now he wants to be a part of this miracle to, to really believe that it's a miracle. Oh, like no doubt it's me you know don't fear it's right. me come out on water and so G and peter comes out on the on the water and he's walking mm -hmm. he's walking like defying physical expectations exactly. defying whatever his fear was right he's now focused on Jesus. He's looking at Jesus. He's in this, this relationship of trust, that circle of trust, keeping his eye on the prize. He's walking towards Jesus, right? Jesus is clearing the path for him to walk on, walk on water to him. And he's walking on water, but he, but we must not forget he's still in a season of turmoil, turmoil. And so the winds, the waves, all these things are still happening while he's keeping his eye on Jesus. But because of all these things happening, he gets distracted and he starts looking at the wind, looking at the wave. So now you're taking his, he's taking his eye off the focus, the center, mm -hmm. Jesus, and he begins to sink. He begins to sink because he starts losing focus. He loses a little bit of that trust. He starts to doubt and he begins to sink. And of course, when he sinks, who does he call? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the same person he, he tested. Yes. Right. <laughs> he, he wanted to test him to come and be on the water. You know, mm -hmm. he was like, God, even in my season of turmoil, if you say walk out into the street and 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 fulfill that purpose that you have called me, I'm gonna quit my job. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna uh, focus on this. I'm going to whatever it is that you're in your season and you feel you got a message from God and you're like, I'm gonna do it. But it doesn't mean just because you start to do it doesn't mean that the season has changed. All them circumstances are still around the waves, the winds, the, the struggles, the, 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 the pushback, all those things are still happening. 
But if you focus on Jesus and how he ordered your step and you follow those steps, mm -hmm. you don't have to fear. But because we are creatures of this world where we are looking at everything except for Jesus, we're you know, still looking at our situations. We're still holding on to the baggage that was sinking us before we get begin to sink with the baggage. We, we had the faith and now we're beginning to sing. Mm -hmm. And of course, even the whole time when you prayed to Jesus and asked, when he told you to step out on faith and you began, you did it because you're obedient. But mm -hmm. when you began to fear, who did you call again? Right. Jesus. Right. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. Mm -hmm. But he will ask you, why do you have, why do you doubt why do you doubt what I can do for you? Why do you doubt who I am? I am the I am. Mm. If I say come, fear nothing will happen to you. It doesn't matter that there's waves and winds and situations and danger and, and, and fear. Let go of the fear. Focus on me. Focus mm. on me. Don't focus on your fear. You will not sink. You will not fail. And even if you... Lose trust in me, even for a little bit, and begin to sing. Call my name, and I'll be there. Amen. This is an amazing miracle. <laughs> this is a long way of explaining <laughs> it, but amazing miracle. Well, I, I I love the things that you mentioned, sis, because I really wanted to actually reiterate that point. And sometimes we don't trust God and we want to be the navigators of our own destiny. Mm. And one example I wanted to give was my pastor said he had gotten a revelation from God that he was going to reach millions of people. He was going to perform for millions of people. So he's here thinking of you know, the Staples Center, you know, the New York Coliseum, like a place that can hold millions of people. And eventually over the years, millions of people he was able to reach through social media. And in his mind, he was like, this is what you were talking about, the millions of people, God? <laughs> you know, because in his head, he's thinking it's going to be this, this jam-packed, you know, stadium. But millions of people still were able to reach him, but it was through YouTube. It was his followers. It was the views, you know, so on and so forth. So this is just going to say that Jesus had the power over all of the elements. He was able to walk on the sea, calm the wind. But Peter, I, like you said, could at first walk on the sea. But as soon as his faith was diminished, as soon as he took the eyes, his eyes off of Jesus, he started to sink. And this just goes to show you that it is very important for us to keep our focus on, on, on faith and not of the world you know, be transformed, you know, by the renewal of our minds, not becoming a product of our environment, not becoming of this world. Because it's really important, like Simon Peter, that once he took his focus off, he obviously began to sink. And that's what happens to us as human beings. We start to lose focus when we don't see our way, when things don't look the way we think in our mind it's supposed to manifest. And we start losing faith in God. We start feeling like God is not going to answer our prayers. We start feeling like, God, I've been praying and praying and praying and you're not doing anything. But we keep forgetting that it is only in his will. Like if his will be done, his will be done. If, if that is the case. But we have to trust that even when it is not done our way, then that is okay. And we have to trust that for every rejection, that is God's protection. And this is the reason why this, this miracle 
means so much and we really got to start to focus on it because we got to continue. We must, we must, we must implicitly nourish, continue to nourish our faith daily. And that is only through prayer. It's not just a mindset, but it's actually calling on to God, praying and always saying in Jesus name, because he is the intercessor. He is the one that is the middleman between us and God, because God, if not for Jesus, we would have been done. And you know it because God in the Old Testament, <laughs> he was not the cool God that we see. You know, he was pissed. We pissed him off as humanity. And Jesus came and and, and sacrificed himself for us, you know, so. We have to learn to wait, just wait on God. And whatever that decision is, we must be at peace because even if it seems like it's not going our way, it is thy will be done, period. End of story. There's nothing else to even think about. And we, if we start to wrap our minds around that, we will all be at peace with the way that our lives go. And stop trying to navigate our own destiny because we are nothing without him. He navigates our destiny. We are just a vessel. Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I I loved a lot of, I loved a lot of that. Like our rejection is our protection and, and the peace that comes from trusting that's the peace that calms the winds and the storms. That's the peace that allows you to walk on water. I mean, walking on water can be symbolic in, in our lives, right? Because walking on water seems impossible. It defies our, our, our what do you call it? Our uh, theories mm -hmm. of gravity mm -hmm. and, and how this world works. Right. So, God is showing us that he doesn't work within the laws of the, the, of our realm. Right. He defies them because he creates his own laws. He creates right. these laws for us. We can't violate those laws, but can he? Yes. Because he's <laughs> above them. And walking on water means that you're doing something impossible. You're doing something that defies the laws of this physical realm. Mm -hmm. But our thought process is always stuck on the through the laws of the physical realm. We're right. all, we're asking for God. We're like, God, when we're praying for things, we never pray for the things that are impossible, right? right. We always we always pray for the things that we think are reachable, but we say to God, you are the God who can do the impossible. Right. So you surely can do this. Right. But do we really believe? Because if we really believed, we should be able to say, we should, we should be able to ask for the impossible and believe it. We should say, this is what we want, but you, however it comes, God, I trust in you. I believe in you. When you say go, I will go. When you say stay, I will stay. Like you said, the rejection is your protection. Sometimes we're so eager and so anxious that even when the, the storms are saying don't don't go, don't go, when everything around us is saying don't go and God hasn't given you that word to go, you're so anxious. You're going to say like, I can walk on water. I can walk on water. But remember, when we, we started talking about this miracle, we said sometimes there feels like there's distance between you and God because God is planning and preparing your way. It, it, it says John came before Jesus to prepare the way. Why do you think that you should go before Jesus? Right. You're asking him for stuff. Let him prepare the way for you. Right. Sometimes you have to wait and be still. And like you said, Philia, have peace in that. 
Yes. Trusting God completely is a level of peace. It's a peace that goes beyond all understanding. It's the peace that people question. Why are you in turmoil and you 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 you're, you look okay? I don't have to look like my life is turning upside down because God is in control. I can have peace. I can feel safe. I can feel secure even when the winds are blowing. Right. But if you take your eye off of God, if you lose your faith, even the slightest obstacle can put, can help can start you on that sinking path. Right. And the sinking is in your mind, right? Because <laughs> You feel like you're sinking. God would never let you sink. No. He was right there. And when Peter said, help me, help me, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus reached out his hand. Jesus will never leave you. The crazy thing about this is that you, G Peter wanted to test God. He wanted to test Jesus. Right. He wanted to say, I this is impossible, but you know what? For me to really believe in the impossible, I need to do the impossible too. Right. And then when a little bit of, of shakiness happens, he forgets. He forgets that he's doing the impossible right. and starts to think he's like, No, I'm back in reality. Don't right. let the un the those shakiness, the obstacles, don't let that fear drive you into thinking you can't do the impossible because you can through God, all things are possible, even the impossible. Mm, mm, mm. Get that, get that peace, walk on water. All those miracles we're asking for healing, turnaround, financial breakthrough, family breakthroughs. We're, we're looking for certain things in our lives. We're looking for careers. We're looking for opportunities. We're looking for a business growth. We're looking for development, personal, mm -hmm. spiritual, emotional. We're looking for things for our family. We want our family to expand and grow. All these things that we're saying that even the world is telling you is impossible. Doctors will tell you that this is not going to happen. Right. People defy those odds because they don't take their eyes off of God. Mm -hmm. And the miracles that we're praying for may not happen immediately, but God is planning something for you. Right. And I will never forget you said the rejection is your protection. So maybe that miracle doesn't come to you the way that you want it packaged. Mm -hmm. Something else is coming because God is not going to leave you. He's not going to let you sink. He's never going to let you sink. Call out to him and he will be your refuge, your strong tower, mm -hmm. your fortress. Mm -hmm. He is your protector. He's the giver of peace, life. I mean, there's nothing we can ask for that God, that is, that is beyond God. It's not in this life or the next. It's not in this life or the next, sis. Thank you. Well said. Oh, I love this, uh, this discussion because it just goes to show us that we cannot operate in fear. God does not operate in fear and we must not fear. We must trust and obey at all times, continue to nourish our faith and he will make our way. Amen. Amen. Oh, well, we thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed this discussion on walking on the Sea of Galilee. Before we end, we have a few announcements and then we will close with a prayer. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. First, we would like to announce that we'll be back next Wednesday to discuss season two, episode 21 on the miracle of the healing of the Canaanites woman's demon-possessed daughter. You can find this miracle in the book of Mark, chapter 7, verses 24 to 30. 
We are super delighted to be back on tonight with our Wisdom Wednesday's YouTube live discussion, where we will be discussing your season pass to miracles and how you can access your very own miracle through your personal walk with Christ. This will take place tonight at our new time of 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. Lastly, our weekly podcast, Treading Faith, is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, just spread the news and follow us. Click that like button, though. And then you can comment and share with your family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. Now, God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55:11 says, God's word does not come back void. Our prayers are strengthened in numbers, so we ask that you come into agreement with us for this closing prayer. Gracious and Holy Father, give us the wisdom to discover you, the intelligence to understand you, and the diligence to seek after you, O God. We need the patience to wait on you, God. We want the eyes to behold on you, God, and our hearts to meditate upon you, O God, and life to proclaim you, O God, through the power of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Heavenly Father, come and open our eyes that we might see how great you are and how complete your provision is for our lives. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, take our place with Christ in the heavens with all the principalities and the powers, Father God, under our feet. Heavenly Father, we are just grateful. We are thankful that the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ won for us on the cross and his resurrection has been given to us and that we are seated with you, Lord, Father God, in the heavens above. We declare that all principalities and powers, all that all the wicked spirits, Father God, are subject under our feet where we can trample them, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We are grateful, Heavenly Father, that Jesus Christ died for our sins, Father God. Your only begotten Son died for our sins, Father God. So we are unworthy of your love, Father God, but we are grateful and we humble ourselves, Father God. We claim that all victory for our lives today, open our eyes and show us the areas of our lives, Father God, that are not pleasing to you work in our lives, that there'll be no ground to give Satan a stomping ground, Father God. Show us an airy area of weakness, Father God. Show us areas of our lives that we must deal with so that we can please you, Father God. Father God, we ask you every day and every day and every day to stand for you and you alone and the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Oh Lord, our strength, you are a redeemer. Oh, Father God, you are our King in Jesus' precious name. May we all come in agreement and say, Amen, Amen, and Amen. We thank you, we appreciate you, and we love you. We hope to see you all tonight, 8 o'clock p.m. Bye.